0: Christchurch New Malden, 21st of May 2020, Ascension Day. Stephen Kurtz speaking on the Ascension and Coronavirus. Well, it's when things go wrong that we particularly want to know that someone really good and really competent is in charge. The best person possible to deal with everything that's going on. That goes for our country as a whole at this time of national crisis. And fairly obviously, there are different perspectives on whether or not we're getting this. But it also goes for what's happening more locally. When someone's taken into hospital, as is happening to many people at the moment, they want to know that the people in charge, the doctors and the nurses, are the best possible in terms of both their goodness and their competence. Now, happily, most people are very confident in the care of our wonderful NHS, But human beings, even capable and highly motivated ones, can never fully live up to what we want from them, can they? People in charge of anything, particularly when circumstances are really difficult and demanding, make mistakes. They get stuff wrong. Not usually because of intention, but because of frailty. And it's then that we need to know that there's someone in charge at an ultimate level someone who's not only all good and all loving, but all powerful and all wise as well. And that, in a nutshell, is what the ascension of Jesus Christ is all about. Because what it proclaims is that Jesus Christ is enthroned in heaven and therefore is in charge of the world. This means that Ascension Day is really just as important as and just as deserving of attention as those other key Christian events of Christmas, Good Friday, Easter and Pentecost. But it doesn't often feel like that, does it? Even really committed Christians will often be none the wiser about Ascension Day and why it's important. Christmas, Good Friday and Easter, clearly very important, and Pentecost as well, because it marks the coming of the Holy Spirit. But Ascension Day, by comparison, is something that most people are hardly aware of. So why is this the case? Well, it's partly because of the day on which it occurs. After his resurrection, Jesus spent 40 days teaching and instructing his disciples before he then ascended into heaven. Easter Day is always a Sunday, and 40 days after that is therefore always a Thursday. And that, together with the fact that in this country at least, Ascension Day isn't a public holiday, is one of the reasons that it can often pass unnoticed. But there's a more important reason as well, and it's based on a major misunderstanding. The Ascension, if it's reflected on at all, is often seen as being simply about Jesus leaving the earth, about him going away to heaven. And why is that something that we should mark and celebrate? This is, as I say, based on a misunderstanding, and at its basis is a confused understanding of heaven and its relationship to earth. Heaven in the Bible, you see, isn't a faraway place, but the spiritual dimension of our present reality. Earth is that dimension that we see and most obviously experience with our five senses, and heaven is that spiritual dimension of reality that normally remains unseen. But a major emphasis of the Bible, perhaps even its greatest recurring theme, is how heaven and earth interconnect. That's how the tabernacle and the temple were understood in the Old Testament as those special meeting points established between heaven and earth. It's also the significance of other episodes in the Old Testament like Jacob's Ladder, Moses at the Burning Bush and that episode where God opens the eyes of Elisha's servant to see the spiritual armies of God surrounding and protecting them. All of these stories rest upon the truth that heaven and earth, rather than being distant and separate from one another, are interconnected, even if heaven remains for the time being at least mostly unseen. And Jesus came as the climax of that whole process Of the life of heaven coming to earth. That's the significance of the healings and the other amazing things that Jesus did. And it was on Easter Day that his resurrection became the definitive sign of the kingdom of heaven being established on earth. God's kingdom rule on earth hasn't arrived in full because this will only be brought to completion when Jesus returns and brings that process to completion. That's why we pray in the Lord's Prayer, your kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. But Easter nonetheless shows that this joining together of heaven and earth and the amazing future that forms the basis of our Christian hope has already started to arrive. And the significance of the ascension is that as we live between Easter and that promised future when the whole of creation is redeemed, we can already be sure that Jesus is in charge. We can already be sure that he is Lord of the world. And that's because the interconnection of heaven and earth, the intersection between these two spheres, means that the one who reigns in heaven therefore rules on earth. Heaven, to put it another way, is the control centre for earth. And Jesus being on the heavenly throne, means that his sovereignty is over all the earth and so when Jesus ascended into heaven it wasn't really so much about his departure or absence from the earth as much as his presence now being able to be everywhere through the coming of the Holy Spirit. Now that's to anticipate Pentecost which we will be celebrating on a Sunday in 10 days time but for now What does the ascension and its emphasis upon Jesus already reigning over the world have to say to us during this tough and demanding time of coronavirus, with so much that's bringing anxiety and worry? Well, the answer is found in that rather strange passage that we had read to us from the book of Daniel. Think of Daniel, and the story that comes most to mind is that one of Daniel in the lion's den. That's in Daniel chapter 6. But in the very next chapter, Daniel chapter 7, we see Daniel's vision of lots of even more weird and terrifying beasts coming out of the sea of chaos and making boastful claims about their lordship over the earth. These beasts are given authority to rule over the earth for a time before they are eventually defeated and destroyed. And the climax of this mysterious vision is someone that is the opposite of these inhuman monsters, one like a son of man. In other words, one representing genuine humanity, coming on the clouds of heaven and approaching the ancient days to be given authority, glory and sovereign power. An everlasting dominion that will not pass away and a kingdom that will never be destroyed. It's a passage that's very rich in its metaphor and its symbolism, and therefore rather mysterious sounding. But its message to those original readers of Daniel having a really tough time was really quite a simple one. The bad things in this world are, for mysterious reasons known only to God, allowed their time in charge, but they'll one day be defeated. They'll be destroyed as God's perfect human being whom the New Testament of course reveals to be Jesus Christ, is enthroned in heaven and therefore given complete dominion over the world. And the significance of the ascension and of our celebration of it on ascension day is that this enthronement of the Son of Man has already happened. The risen Jesus is already Lord. He's already been led into the presence of the Ancient of Days and is already sovereign and in charge of the world. How can this help us at this time? It can help us by assuring us that however things might look, especially at a time such as this, the bad stuff isn't in charge and it isn't going to win. Not oppressive political power where that exists in the world, not hit and miss government, which of course exists everywhere, not horrible diseases like coronavirus and all of the devastation that it has brought, not the inequality and unfairness that has made its effects on some people and some places so much worse. All of these things are, for mysterious reasons that aren't disclosed to us, allowed their time. But because Jesus is already ascended into heaven and enthroned. They don't have any ultimate power, but are defeated enemies awaiting their destruction. Ascension Day isn't a denial that bad things exist in our world and continue to do horrible damage, but it alters our perspective on those things by saying that they're rather like those horrible subhuman beasts in the book of Daniel, prowling around and making boastful claims to dominion whilst in reality destined for destruction. Because Jesus Christ, ultimate goodness and ultimate wisdom in human form, is already in charge as Lord of the world. Now why Jesus is already Lord and hasn't yet made the world into the perfect place that God has promised to make it is another mystery. But part of the answer is found in the message to the disciples Who witnessed the ascension of Jesus. Recalling that vision in Daniel, Jesus is taken up on a cloud into heaven and the disciples stand there staring intently after him. But then two men, presumably angels, appear telling the disciples that the very same Jesus that they've seen taken from them will return in the same way they have seen him go into heaven. In other words, Jesus' heavenly enthronement will one day result in his return to implement to the full that sovereignty that is already his. And why the delay? So that we, human beings who bear God's image and have been renewed in that image by what Jesus has done for us through his death and resurrection, and those who already acknowledge him as Lord of the world, so that we, can be part of his ongoing kingdom work, equipped by the Holy Spirit whom 10 days after the ascension of Jesus, God gave to the church at Pentecost. That's what's happening every time you show kindness to a stranger in a shop at this time, or help to a neighbour, when you sew masks for the NHS, or when you help with food supplies going to vulnerable people. It's what's happening every time you pick up the phone to chat to someone that you know that phone call will help. Every time you say a kind and encouraging word to your carer when they visit you. Every time you pray for the world and people in need at this time. Each time you do any of these things, you're proclaiming that the crucified and risen Jesus has ascended into heaven and is therefore Lord of the world. You're proclaiming that the bad stuff isn't going to win because that same Lord who ascended into heaven and therefore rules the world and is working through his followers to advance his kingdom will one day return to this earth and sort everything out finally and forever.